calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This week, the Down and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Claritin D. And shout out to the folks at Claritin who not just sponsored the show, but also provided some samples as well. Tis the season to breathe pollen. Yeah, I've been spending a lot more time outside. Yeah, I can tell those allergies are definitely acting up. I feel stuffy. I feel sluggish. The eyes are starting to water a little bit more. That's why I'm turning to Claritin D. Look, it's definitely helped me relieve my symptoms. It seems to work really, really fast for me as well. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongestion in your nose so you can breathe better. And hey, I'm noticing a lot of that right now. As a matter of fact, I'm looking forward to be able to enjoy much more outdoor time this spring and summer. A lot of that has to do with Claritin D. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hopefully you've had a very happy and wonderful holiday. I'm James Witham, and this is our top 10 interview moments of 2021 podcast. I realize you had to wait for this a little bit longer than you normally would have. Had a little bit of illness flow through the household. Don't worry, not COVID or anything like that, but it was it was nasty. Wasn't the best way I wanted to spend my Christmas, but that's okay. But I'm glad that you guys were very patient. I appreciate that and me bringing this podcast to you. And I, I really loved so many of the moments, and there were a ton of them. Over the last year in 2021, a lot of very cool opportunities that I had a chance to talk to some very amazing people about some great projects this year. And it was really hard. I I say this every year, I feel like. I feel like it was hard to pick 10 this year. Boy, it was really, really hard this year because of so many big names and so many really fun moments. I want to start off with number 10 and a guy that had a pretty good year, Jeremy Renner, who was, you know, just stormed on the scenes with Hawkeye this year, an amazing Marvel Studios series. There's this another show. Hopefully you didn't miss it. And if you did, you got to go back and watch it on Paramount+. Plus. It's Mayor of Kingstown. So I had him on one of our episodes to talk about Mayor of Kingstown, and it was really cool to hear him describe his character. Hear what Jeremy had to say. We get yeah. to see a lot of raw emotion from Mike in these first couple of episodes. We also get to see him act on that a little bit as well. So would you say, is that more of an asset for him or a liability, do you think? I think it's a asset, you know, that's what gets him to get the job done. I think the, any emotional part for him is a, is a lonely place, right? But his his is a his fearlessness to be able to, to act out because you know what the intentions are. You know, you got sometimes you got to get someone's attention, whatever. But he's a he plays chess, right? He plays chess, so you got to be he's got to be actionable and and uh, being able to move some pieces around to to keep the peace. 
Next up on our best interview moments of 2021, it was really, really cool getting to talk to Ozzy Tesfai about the final season of Supergirl. It was just, you know, it's sad to think we're not going to have any more Supergirl after this past year. But, you know, she got her big superhero suit moment. She finally suited up as Guardian, and I got a chance to ask her about just that. Let's talk about the super suit for a second, because, I mean, we've seen the photos. for They've been out for a while now of Kelly in her Guardian mm-hmm. suit. They were released well before the episode. I'm so excited to see mm-hmm. the suit in action, though. Did you ever think you'd actually get to suit up on this show at some point? And what was that moment like standing there with the team for the first time as Guardian? I mean, it was, it was yeah, yes, I did. It, just, it was a matter of when. And the suit design process was long because we had the luxury of the time. I was able to train with our stunt team because I had the luxury of time of knowing, you know, that this was coming. So for me, it was great because I was really prepared. You know, I didn't get injured, which I think I might be the only person who hasn't been injured because I had so much time to prep. Nice. And then the first day that I was in it, it was it was great. I mean, I, I it's nerve wracking. And we actually were filming on locations. There were a lot of uh, eyes on it and I got nervous. And so you know, it was Nicole had her camera out and was recording me. Her and Jesse were recording me walking out for the first time. And and Kyler would, you know, look over at me, you know, every couple takes and do a shoulder back nudge. And I would put, you know, so it's like just your friends reminding you of like the superhero stance and, and, and then learning to own that because you feel silly for a minute. You know, it's like not a normal activity to be in a super suit in the streets of Vancouver fighting a villain that's like going to be CGI'd in, you know, it's like just getting comfortable and owning that power is an, is an experience that I was having as well as, you know, Kelly was having at the same time, which was cool. Next up in the top interview moments of 2021 from the down and nerdy podcast, a show that I really ended up loving over the past year was La Brea from NBC and especially Zara Gorecki's character. And it was funny because this was her first major acting role. So I asked her what the fan response was to her character, loved her answer. So this is your first major series role. Now that you're kind of a few episodes in, what's the response been like from fans? Really good. I, I really expected people to come after me a little bit and be like, this was really? terrible. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, people people like to be mean when well, they don't true. have to take responsibility for it. But that's okay, <laughs> you know, living their life, whatever. But they haven't. I haven't had anybody horrible come after me. It was so nice. Everybody is that so nice. I like that that's the bar. I haven't had anybody horrible come after me, so yeah, that's no. good. <laughs> One of the big returning series of 2021 was Leverage, and this call this time called Leverage Redemption. Very, very cool twist on the original show, kind of updating things a little bit. And I got to talk to a lot of the members of the cast of that series, but it was really fun. One of the moments when I was talking to Elise Shannon and Christian Kane and Beth Ricegraff about the return of the show was something that Elise said that made Christian and I feel felt feel old instantly. Let's see if it happens to you too. Elise, for you, obviously this show, again, it's been 10 years since we've had a new episode and you're the young, you're the young buck of the group, but do you actually feel like that makes Brianna even more of an asset? Maybe she's got a little bit more different skills than some of the other team members. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, you know, mentioned it a little bit earlier, but just the way she was socialized and the different types of technology that were around and that you're, I mean, nowadays babies are being raised on iPhones. I mean, just mm-hmm. the understanding of technology is vastly different, even from like what I grew up with. Like, I still remember a razor flip phone, but I think Brianna's bringing that like baby in front of an iPhone sort of sensibility to, to the crew. And 
I think she's proud about it, but I think it, it also gives her like the confidence to uh, make a little trouble and, and think that she can get away with it as well. And sometimes she gets stopped in her tracks for sure. But yeah, I, I think that's what, what she's propping up. And it, even with her older brother, like, you know, hacking has all of a sudden become a classic thing to do. Whereas, uh, you know, more of this engineering and problem solving, you know, creating technology is is what, what she's after. Did you just really? say I remember a Razor Flip iPhone or a Razor I phone? sure did. I remember a Razor Flip. <laughs> I was just going to say, I loved your reaction to when she said that, Christian. Like, wow. Now I we got my, I learned old. I got my first, I got, I learned I got my first role when I, when they paged me and I used a, a, a pay phone. That's at least what that is, <laughs> is a phone that's stuck in the street and you put a quarter into it to, and then you have to actually <laughs> dial we also used to have to stick antennas on the top of our cars for our cell phones, too. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> yeah. that or not, but that yeah. was actually a thing, too. Yeah. But, but, I'm old school. But, I'm old school. I remember razors. There you go. Right. <laughs> the number six interview moment of 2021 that I just loved. I feel like I need to have the number six kind of effects, but it just would cost too much money. And you don't want to blow the overhead on something like that. Anyway, I got to talk to Marina Mazepa, who had so many great roles over the past year, of course, you probably remember in Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, where she played Lisa Trevor. But I think that her mind was also on another future possible role, actually a few. And one of them definitely piqued my interest. Let's see if it piques yours as well. I always like to ask this question because there's always such interesting answers. Are there any other film franchises or stories in particular that you'd really love to be a part of in the future? Hmm... I have a lot of them, I guess. I think John Wick. Oh, that would be... Cool. I can oh. so see that right now. Oh, <laughs> that would be so awesome. I don't know. A new version of Spider-Woman. Oh, she's <laughs> just throwing that out there, people. You know, because there's been some talk about That's that. Insane. Maybe that might be a good idea. That's <laughs> I that would know. be very yeah. very cool that would be amazing that I also would be love amazing fifth i just was like the fifth element uh, has been one of my favorite movies um since i was a little girl so hasn't been remake done <laughs> i mean they're remaking everything else i mean they might as well remake that too and, and, and throw you in there and, and mila was in that too wasn't she if i remember correctly yeah, i know yeah there she, you go Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. We are at the halfway point of the best interview moments of 2021 from the Down and Nerdy podcast. I'm James Witham, and I was so happy to be a part of all of these moments. Hopefully you got to hear them all in real time. Anytime you ever want to go back and listen to a past podcast, you can always go to downandnerdypodcast.com or make sure you're subscribing on your favorite podcast app. That is always the best way to get the new episodes right away. And Adam Seckman, of course, plays Gary on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which is a show that's just, it's always wackier and wackier every time you see it right what i thought the gary's secret identity was something that i needed to ask adam about and we had a little bit of fun with it check it out what is the deal with 
with DC Universe and aliens hiding their true identity with glasses. It's like, hey, what'd you figure? It worked so well for Kal-El. And hey, why not have Gary give it a try? Yeah, he's the he's the yin to Superman's yang. He is not all powerful. He has no skills or ability. So that that made it kind of fun. <laughs> I think you're selling yourself a little short there, Adam, quite frankly. Well, you've seen Gary be pretty resourceful <laughs> over the years. Come on. That's true. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, James. You're right. I'll stop selling Gary short. But but in terms of his uh, ability to leap over to fly and have laser eye beams out of his eyes and, and super powerful and invincible, he has none of those things, sadly. But but I will say, Gary's glasses actually do hide his identity. Yes, they do. Thank you very much. One of the really cool moments of the past year for me was getting a chance to talk about some different projects and some things you might not have heard about on the show before. One of those was SAS Red Notice, was which was a really, really cool espionage-type series. And one of the villain of the series, or at least one of the villains anyway, was Ruby Rose. And it was so much fun getting a chance to talk to her. But there was a moment that we almost saw in that movie that she talks about. Wait till you hear this. The first still I saw from the film, it was Tom and Grace face-to-face, bloodied, battered. It was such a, it hooked me right away. So how much fun was it to work with Sam on those scenes, especially those action scenes? It's so much fun. Sam and I had so much fun. I, I love him so much. And and it's funny, that first photo of us, where we're, we're almost like face, you know, we're almost like lip to lip. We, we would, we'd always end up rolling down the hill and ending up in the spot. And we'd rehearse that. And then we did a lot of stunt training for it. And every time we got there, we were like, do we kiss? Do we just kiss now? Because it was so intimate. Like we had such chemistry, like on screen, off screen. But when we were doing these fighting and it's so close quarters and you know, I'm on him and I'm jumping out of trees and we're upside down and he's flipping me. And, you know, we did all of this ourselves. He's an amazing, you know, great when it comes to stunts and action. I mean, we had stunt doubles also, but mostly it was him and I. And every time we landed close together, it was just, do we do it? We might have. We wanted to do it also just to like mess with the, uh, the director and everyone behind the cameras because they were miles away so that you couldn't see them. And I was like, we should just kiss just, just to freak them out. <laughs> My third best interview moment of 2021 had to be when I was talking to Sarah Tomko and Alice Waterland about Resident Alien, which I got to tell you, as far as comic book addicts adaptations go, sci-fi really nailed that one. It was so much fun. But I think what was even more fun was listening to them talk about their characters' reactions to Harry Vanderspiegel when they met him for the first time. They, they, they're just a fun pair. Just to hear what they had to say. What can you tell us about Asta and Darcy's first impression of him? Darcy's turned on and I'm going to Darcy's intrigued. Take- Darcy's intrigued to say the least. Honestly, Harry Vanderspiegel is like some of the dudes on my baseball team. There's this one guy who never wears a shirt and he lives in a boat and is monosyllabic. And you're like, once you've met enough people, <laughs> you know, you're just like, oh, Harry's not that weird. <laughs> Asta has a more grounded reaction, I think. Asta's, uh, first of all, he comes in acting like he knows what he's doing as a doctor. And it's obvious that he really is so bizarre and sniffing body parts and like what is going on in that very first pilot, you know, that she is so uh, like offended the way he's handling a, a, a man she really respected. But then also she's so, like intrigued and he says things so truthfully, just like word vomit coming out of his mouth. And she's had a hard time trusting men. So it's almost like a complete opposite of her normal experience with men. And then she starts to 
feel like, well, maybe this is a guy I can trust actually. And then Darcy's turned on. So, and that's her best friend. So she's like, oh yeah, I can't, he can't be that bad, I guess, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I never thought about how Darcy being attracted to him makes Asta kind of have to give him a chance. Yeah, makes me feel safe, like a, a little bit safer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is just another dude that, okay. She can handle yeah. him. Only two more spots to go. Have you heard your favorite interview moment yet in the top 10? Uh, well, maybe, maybe you will, maybe you won't. But I could tell you that one of the th- most fun times that I had this past year was actually one of my first interviews of 2021, talking to Megan Tandy about Batwoman, just her energy surrounding Sophie and the, and the show is just incredible. But speaking of energy, you, you see, if you follow any of them on social media, they're always dancing or something like that. So I had to ask who the best dancer of the show was. Was it her? So I saw you all post, like we were talking about the dance videos a few minutes ago and all the fun that you guys are having on set. I'm not going to let you get away with not finding this out. Who's the best dancer on set? <laughs> the best dancer. All right. You know what? Okay. I, it's, it's definitely, it's cynical. You just, the girl is just the bomb. Like now, now look, I think I do pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think I can shake it, you know, shake, rattle and roll. But Nicole, that girl is absolutely, she's trained. Like she's doing plies. She's doing splits in the what? air. I'm over here, like, catching, like, freaking, like, cranks in my leg. Like, she's definitely by far the best dancer. I, I There's just, there's no denial. I'm sure. in pain just listening to you describe that. That that sounds painful. I, yeah. I, there's no way I could do that. <laughs> no, me neither. Like, honestly, me neither. Like, I do think I do pretty good, but, like, the splits in the air, yeah, I'm, like, pulling my hamstring just thinking about it. So wow, we're on wow. The same That's unbelievable. All right, it's go time now. It's gut check time. It is the number one interview moment in my opinion anyway of 2021 and it's a show that i continue to love and that netflix does such a fantastic job with and that is lock and key man season two did not disappoint at all and there was actually a few times when i was talking to this cast a few moments that could have been the number one moment but to me nothing topped talking to connor jessup and darby stanchfield about keys key acting New keys, key envy. I think you're going to love this in case you missed it. Our best interview moment of 2021. How cool was it to work with some of these newer keys this season? It's always fun to have a new key. I mean, I, I wish that they had introduced a new key every scene. I, I, I think, I just think it's fun. To, it's, I always enjoy like the conversations on in a really banal way. I enjoy the conversations on set of like, how does this key work? Like, do you turn it clockwise or counterclockwise? Like, what, what sort of face? What sort of face do I make? Like, what sort of sound does it make? You know, because that's that's the thing I always forget. Like, even watching just the trailers for season two, is how much of uh, the effect of these keys is the sound that they make. You know, like the sound that the head key makes when it's turned, or the sound that the Hercules key makes when it goes in. Which obviously, when we're shooting, is not there. And having to imagine that freshly with each key is is really fun. And let me tell you, I had key envy. <laughs> <All bad. laughs> never getting to, never even getting to hold these things. Every once in a while, I would take one away from them and just hold it and be like, "What it must be like." <laughs> Although we we one downside is we had this whole. There's something we invented called key acting, which is having to <laughs> having to to use the, these keys are really small, True. right? Yes. and and having to maneuver them in shot you know it's very technical it's like raise it like if there's a shot that seems simple like raise <laughs> raise the key up and like look at it of course it's like you have to raise it at a certain distance from your body and between the, the camera for spot. focus and 
and yeah. like get it to turn it in a way so that it hits the light and and sometimes you do this like 15 times and you're like god damn i hate these keys so much <laughs> that's incredible yeah, i Thank would you be good so at key much. acting <laughs> you were good at key acting I said I would be good if I ever oh, had good. a key. I would be. I would be. Also, here's you know. another thing, just just to add to the appreciation that people have when they watch. That I don't know if you ever. Next time you try and open your door, like just how often do you, like without any fiddling, just smoothly insert a key <laughs> on the first on the first try. You always like feel around a little bit for it, right? But. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm just like moaning. But that's such a good point, though. Seriously, but, but if you I watch the show all the time, but if you watch the show, it's like every time a key goes into the door, it's like just like perfect. It's like <laughs> there's they don't teach that, you know. Like that's a skill that you have to <laughs> they learn. Don't teach that. <laughs> it's truly that's like a, a hard one ability. So I want people to be on the lookout for beautiful key work. That's awesome. There you have it, our best interview moments of 2021. And maybe yours didn't make the list. Maybe you're mad at me. You can always yell at me at Down and Nerdy 757 on Twitter, on Instagram, at Down and Nerdy on Facebook. Going to make some changes to the social media coming up in 2022. Hopefully, you really, really dig what's going on there. Always follow online at Down and Nerdy Podcast.com. And just thank you so much for your support. Over the past year and just just overall, if you've been sticking with the show for a while, I, I try to say this every year and I, I, try, I should say it more often. Just thanks to you guys for, for letting me do what I love and being able to do this and being able to, you know, bring these amazing guests onto the show and for supporting our sponsors all year long. Because without you, this show doesn't exist. So I, I just appreciate my family and I both appreciate so much you taking any time to listen to the show and support the show in any way. Really, really appreciate that. But remember, as we head into 2022, you never have to apologize for being a nerd. So let your fan flag fly and be good to your fellow nerds. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.